Hello and welcome to Indie League of Football Chat. In this episode, we'll talk about Bradford, both football and rugby league, getting into Scottish football and the Blue Brazil, Bolton's old and new ground, which isn't very new, and some Pat Nevin appreciation. We hope you enjoy it. Well, the thing is, you you both support clubs that have, actually, among the if I can put it this way, increasingly few clubs that have, have actually remained at yeah. their original ground. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Maybe you had a ground in 1870, it's not the same, but, uh, mm-hmm. but basically you've got the same grounds you started out with. But a lot of clubs, yeah. um, you, can, you can apply the same principle as you're talking about with the Olympics and the World Club, Cup yeah. here. Um, you look at the way that clubs have moved away from their, their town or city centres into the outskirts of towns. Mm-hmm. Um, like as a, as a Bolton fan, I loved Burnham Park. Loved Burnham Park. It was it was a proper old uh, footy stadium, right close to the centre of the of the, yeah. of the town. Where, as you you said last week, Daniel, about uh, you know sitting and having a pint with your mates at, uh, mm-hmm. at, at half past one, um, saying, "Oh, should we should we head off down to the footy now?" You'd be there half an hour later with a, with a bag of chips and a beer. Yeah. Now, uh, Bolton is a classic example of that, where they're out of an M62 somewhere, or M61, whatever it is, in, in some ho- really horrible, same with Salford Rugby League Club, mm. uh, which is just down the road from it, in some horrible bowl where there's no atmosphere at all. You'll never recapture, recapture the atmosphere mm. that you had in those old grounds. And my attitude was always then, why build a new one? You know, you, you sold this idea that it's, it's going to take the club up into the, yeah. into the elite and attract new supporters. No way. There's no, no way you're going to attract new supporters in those places. So just as with the World Cup, why build a new one? Why not just stay where you are? Yeah, I mean, just what you're saying, I just want to add one thing. It's not only you finish it off one and you get a bag of chips, but don't forget going in the bookies as well. Get on the first, some fir- <laughs> random first goal scorer bet. <clears throat> but, but also, I mean, sometimes people forget about what is going to a football game? It's not just the 90 minutes. Some, if You could argue, I feel like this. I love football. I love the sport. I like to watch it. Tactical analysis, mm. blah, blah, blah. But I'd say the actual game is 20% of the whole day. It's about meeting yeah. people, the anticipation, going to the ground. When you walk up those steps and, and it yeah. opens like a giant theatre. Mm-hmm. And it's exciting what's going to happen. There's lots of other people around. There's, a, there's that wonderful buzz that gradually builds towards kickoff. That's exciting, and you talk about it, and football in general, or whatever's happened during when the week. You, when you when you're outside and you can hear the yeah. the crowd on the inside yeah, oh, it's brilliant, well, isn't you're it? You're right. outside yeah. the ground and you're about to go in, and you hear you can yeah. hear it going on, the chants are going, yeah. and it's wonderful. And yeah. and also, so that is not improved by having a shiny new ground in an industrial estate ten miles away from the actual town. It's absolutely not. You it's take good. away everything that I actually really enjoy about football. If you could teleport me into the ground, then that might be different. But you've essentially neutered all the football fans. You've turned them into sheep. You've turned them into consumer sheep instead of actual fans. Like, if you want to go to... I know Burn, uh, the new Bolton ground is on the way back to Preston. Yeah. So if I, got to, if I got a train from Manchester to Preston, you go past its Horwich Parkway. Yeah. And it's and it's not just next door to Bolton. You arrive at Bolton, and there's a good whack on that train before you get to Horwich Parkway. I would say it's not halfway to Preston, but it's a good 35-40%. It's really mm. out. 
And then yeah. you see there, there's a big Frankie and Benny's and some other <laughs> industrial estate nonsense. And you think, is this really? You know, your weekends are precious if you've got a f- working full time. Whatever job you're doing, your two days off are precious. Do I really want to do this? And say you're taking your partner and a couple of kids, you're going to spend more than £100. That's that's easily watching a League One side. Never Mm. mind Premier League, you're talking north of 300 It's just not worth it. You're totally right. I mean, the the experience for me was... um, was almost, you know, enervating. It, it sucked the soul out of me yeah. when we when we moved from Burnham Park uh, to what became the Reebok Stadium. Talking of which, if you ever went past on the either on the motorway or on the train, you went past at, at night time when it's dark, you, you see the stadium lit up or the outside, mm-hmm. but could hardly see the BWFC yeah. uh, club badge. <laughs> But Reebok, yeah. oh, you could see that for, for hundreds of miles around. I don't know if it's the same with the University of Bolton now. But is that what it is, the University of Bolton Stadium? I think that's what it is Is now. it? It's All right. Last season, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Bolton Uni ground. Yeah. But it's, I mean, I've been to Bradford as well, Valley Parade, and that's, mm-hmm. I don't recall exactly... But it's in the city, it's in the town. I think oh, Bradford yeah, yeah, is a town, it's, not a city. So you can have a wander about and have a beer. I know, but I don't know why. But isn't it seems like I'd say it's a it rhymes with city, but begins with s kind of rhymes. But um, it's how Martin Young pronounce it. Bradford city. Bradford city. But it's uh, it's you can go for a yeah, you can go for a beer. You can wander about, have a few drinks. Yeah, like you mentioned before, Dale with the rugby league. Like so, mine seems Warrington. I used to go down to Warrington. And that is, it's not near the railway station, so it's a fair walk, but it's still in Warrington. So you've got lots of pubs knocking about, things like this. The Wigan one's not too bad. You know, they built the new stadium for football and rugby, but mm. it's still, it's easy walking distance from the centre. Yeah, Even though I don't particularly like the ground. We've been there, Dale, to watch Salford. And I've been there to watch, I've only been there under the time and that was for rugby league. It was Great Britain against New Zealand. Rugby league, rugby league. Oh, that's a proper sport. That that's a proper sport. It's very. It's come from Bradford as well. I've all been to to see uh, in, in the days when um, when uh, Bradford Northern were. Oh yeah, odds you know, the were the team at the odds. So yeah, been yeah. To so that was a god. That was a proper stadium. Oh, what, what, oh <laughs> that's horrible! Got a speedway track round. Yeah, yeah, that was yeah, a speedway. Yeah. Was that the one with the horrible slopes towards? So if you if you scored yeah. a try in the corner, you could end up. Slide into a gutter or something. Yeah. It's <laughs> a natural bowl that they put some some seating and some yeah yeah, yeah. in. But yeah, also, what a great place. name that is, Bradford Northern. I have to say, I love yeah. one thing I really do like about Preston North. End is the the North part oh. in the name. Yes. <laughs> Preston North. End. Not South End. North End. <laughs> so fuck off. That, would, that just wouldn't work on any level, would it? Preston South End. No, God no. Preston South. I wouldn't support <laughs> like, them for a start. Even, even, if you're from Preston, even if you live in the southern bit of Preston, you wouldn't say that, would you? No, God, no. Like, I live in... <laughs> I live... You wouldn't say I live in the southern part of Preston. I, I live north of Chorley. <laughs> but really, I mean, but the, the, the Grac, I can't even remember what... Oh, yeah. They turned into... Was it the Bradford Bolts? Bradford Bolts. I hate all that Americanization of names. Like, come on. Like, it's Warrington Wolves, Bradford. I like Wakefield. They didn't change, did they? They stayed Wakefield, Wakefield Trinity. Trinity. Well, yeah. it was Wakefield Trinity Wildcats. 
Yeah, and then they got rid of the Wildcats, and it's just Wakefield Trinity now. They kept yeah. it. And Bradford yeah, Northern. Northern's such a, and a oh, it's great. to chant as well. Northern. No, it's a brilliant name. Northern. Bradford Northern's a brilliant yeah. name. What are they now? Did they go Busters, Bradford Bulls? Or? They, they're still Bar- Bradford Bulls, yeah. They're back again in, God knows, second or third tier. Yeah. Second tier, I think. I think they, they borrowed they, the they English. They borrowed the now. Premier League, I think. You've got Super League. I think, I think they call it Championship. <laughs> and then it's League One. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah. They are in the Championship. Indie Liga Soccer Podcast. Like, like Scottish football did, they had a big meeting about how they could revamp Scottish football. And one of the things was, we shouldn't be just following the English model. We should be thinking about how it can work in Scotland for the size <laughs> of clubs we have. So therefore, they came up with the, the Premier League, the Championship, and then Divisions 1 and 2. Yeah, <laughs> they copied it identically. But you know, I've been getting more and more into Scottish football, just purely because it's less commercial. I've been watching the highlights, listening to podcasts, like reading about the teams. It, uh, okay. It's actually... Who's your favourite Scottish team then? I, I don't have a favourite one. I, don't, I've, I, I would say I've got soft spots. Uh, yeah. And it all actually started, I have to say, and I, I don't know if you read it, Stephen. I don't know. It was in The Guardian. I think you did, Dale. It was a, a photojournalist piece in The Guardian about uh, Scottish grounds and all these brutalist yeah. architecture, mm-hmm. all scattered all right all over nowhere. And it just yeah. looked, I just watched that. I thought, wow, this looks like a yeah. really, I'd love to do a, a tour, you know, take a couple of weeks and just bounce around these different football grounds. It just looks amazing. And ever since then, yeah. I thought, oh, there's something really cool about this. Some some brutalist masterpiece. Yeah, yeah. For, it was fantastic. For, for a, a crowd that never yeah. exceeds three hundred. Yeah, I don't know why, but I've always had a bit of a thing about um, for Cowden Beef. I've always mm. sort of followed Cowden Beef. It's the Blue Brazil, isn't it? They get called the Blue Brazil. Brazil. You know, they play the big rally truck. Not rally. What do you call stock car racing? It's the centre of. They play in a ground, which is the. I've got a subscription, so when Saturday comes now, I get it delivered. And they yeah. did a photo piece, mm-hmm. and um, it's a drowned. It's a giant stock car racing track. Yeah, yeah. They're nowhere near the ground. Yeah, <laughs> why Cowden Beef? Beef? Well, I, I think because a bit like uh, my days of, of supporting crew when they were shites. Mm. I always, I, th- I think probably like the, the you two as well. Uh, just I, like I follow Fort Williams, see what they're up to. I do, yeah, I do, oh, yeah. I follow them on Twitter and Instagram. Yeah, yeah. Well, they've become really popular, haven't they? A lot because the shit because <laughs> they are so shite. But Cowden Beath were again perennially bottom of the, of the entire Scottish league, and then when they introduced promotion and relegation, somehow they just kept scraping through. And I, I was, I watched the, I watched the highlights of them. Uh, clinging on again in a two-legged playoff against Cove Rangers, I think it was, yeah. who now are doing really well in in the Scottish League. Um, and they somehow scraped through, and there was a big fight, and the and people you, you could hear among the crowd, you know, there's people doing it fucking loud, you're fucking getting fucked stuck in your fucking Jesse, oh, you fucking wanker. <laughs> and, and it's just like it's great to hear people so engaged. Yeah, it's such a low level of football. Yeah, but. You know, it's all really passionate. But this is it. Is it matter? Because I me and Stephen have been to watch a lot of like very, very lower league uh, German mm-hmm. games, and there's there's very unfit was, people uh, playing in the, defense. That massive uh, Harry Maguire game. Ma- you know, yeah, Harry <laughs> Maguire's brother who loves KFC or whatever, and um, and they're <laughs> slipping on the pitch, and there's all sorts of fuck ups, and it's four threes. It's exciting. It's very that. enjoyable football, yeah. and you can be on the terrace. It's a few euros a game. Five euro, I think, mm-hmm. is Dachau. And then you get in a, a 
two euro max three euro beer. To, and this yeah. is good beer, you know. This is German Bavarian beer, and Sausage. you're on a ter- and you're yeah, and you're on a terrace. Yeah. It's great. You can walk around as the game's going walk on. Around, that's, yeah. that's fantastic. Walk yeah. around, yeah. Give the players a bit of shit. On the other side. Yeah. It's really fantastic. I can't remember yeah. that. Oh yeah, Scottish football. Yeah. So yeah. Anyway, I've been getting into it. Uh, team. Who would you support, Stephen? Who's your Scottish team? I I I literally don't support anybody. But I I like you. I've got a soft spot for um, Motherwell just because it's Bradford City colours. Yeah. But I couldn't tell you. I couldn't tell you any players, the manager, even any historically good players, particularly. Stuart McCall used to manage them years ago, but. I've been watching um, the on the BBC there's like a Scottish version of Match of the Day so I've been watching that and there's a mm. Scottish football podcast from the the Athletic you know the the magazine yeah. so yeah. I subscribe to that as well and I've been listening to that but uh, I don't know I'd say I don't know I, I like uh, I learned something about them and I don't not sure anymore Hamilton Academical yeah but they're apparently like, you know, with Rangers, really anti-Catholic and sectarian. And any team, oh, okay. as soon as I hear anything sectarian about them, mm-hmm. uh, there's Edinburgh City who are in the fourth tier, Scottish League 2. And they've kind of come up. They yeah. went from non-league, uh, came up now, and I think they're the kind of the non-sectarian Edinburgh club, if you like. Any of that sectarianism <laughs> just leaves me cold. I'm not interested. In I don't think it's as bad in Edinburgh as it is in Glasgow. No, I met a Hearts fan when I was when I was up yeah. there for performing in the Edinburgh Festival, and they were. Um, and he was a season ticket holder, and he saw oh, it's a real shame if the football was on, we could have gone for a match. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I asked about that: is it really bad? And he, he said, "Well, from a Hearts perspective, no." He said, "It's there's a bit of joking, but it's nothing like Glasgow, yeah. which is so polarized. I think Celtic now are on the way to being as bad as Rangers." I just yeah, it's sad, yeah, it makes me sad. Yeah. I read about you know Pat Nevin. He mm-hmm. was saying he was a big Celtic fan, but yeah. they become so commercialized yeah. that he's just not interested anymore. And now he's a Hibernian fan. And yeah, <laughs> that's green and white as well. Also, I, I mean, it's green the, and white. It's almost really? a bit. He's all right, Pat Nevin. He's he comes across. He likes his yeah. music. Uh, yeah. And and think about that in the eighties as a footballer. He's he's still now he's very unique. Never mind in the eighties. Like whoa. Mm-hmm. And Chelsea as well. Yeah, Chelsea. I mean, all the teams. But that was when. Off. That's why it's ridiculous that Chelsea are angling the European Super League were the big Premier League giants. Uh, actually, in the eighties, mate. No, you weren't. But also, just the the, the politics involved. He's mm. not a Chelsea mindset. No, at all. but I guess he's a professional footballer, and he they've offered him a contract, and he's taken it. Mm. It's a job. Yeah. But he's he comes across really well, very, and his yeah. commentary is very good. He's they only it use is. him on the radio, but he's very good. He pops up on the BBC Six Music sometimes as well, which gets a big thumbs up yeah. from me. Yeah, yeah. Well, you've got to know your music to be on there. No, apparently he's massive, isn't it? What is he into? Why is he? He's an indie kid. Yeah. But he's in some like is it? Oh, I don't know. I heard a genre that he was. He, he, like, he likes cocktail twins. I know that much. Oh, Keenan, mentioning then, to be them a few times. <laughs> Mark Lawrenson <laughs> doesn't mention cocktail twins. Cocktail twins. Rubbish. Rubbish. Cocktail twins. The story he tells about getting a contract renewal with with um, what's his name from Chelsea? You mentioned him earlier, Ken. Ken Bates. Uh, Ken Bates. Yeah. And part of the negotiation was that. He was able to leave this particular match early so he could get to some gig 
I think it was Cocteau Twins gig. <laughs> he wouldn't sign the contract unless he got this, you, this particular clause in. <laughs> how do you say that to like Ken Bates? Because he wanted to electrify fences, didn't he? And all that kind of thing. <laughs> and he's like, hold on a minute, Ken. You, you can electrify fences, do what you like. You can go and worship at the statue of Thatcher, but you've got to let me go and watch the Cocteau Twins. Oh, Brilliant. Is it? I quite like that sense of priorities. Actually, we should we should come on to at some point uh, footballers who didn't really like football that much. I'm not saying Pat never falls into that category. Yeah. But oh, yeah. Clearly, there is something more important than playing. For but Chelsea. how about like yeah, fo- footballers who well, had developed well developed other interests? Yeah. Who was yeah. There? There's a Cantona, but, but, the because he he turned to acting, didn't he, and poetry. Mm. But who was the, who was the Spurs player? There's a Spurs defender, Essie Cotto. Yeah. Who said he didn't like football at all, yeah, and he just did it for money, and that was it. Great. I, yeah. I, I really like the idea of a footballer feeling like a warehouse worker. Yeah. You know, getting up on a Sunday morning. And like, oh, sorry, Daniel, I'm, make, I'm, I'm copywriting you. You're right. <laughs> oh, oh, Sunday morning, what did I do? Oh, we're playing away at Leeds today. Yeah. Oh, I don't feel like it. Yeah, yeah. I dragged my ass out of bed. Yeah. yeah. But why not? I mean... Why is it the be-all and end-all? I mean, it isn't, essentially. It's something I really love, but... I mean, I, I'd yeah, be telling my sort of Satan Could play. you imagine a pop star, a musician, who didn't really like it? I, but I, I wonder if there are. Like Rick yeah. Astley, who, I've, who, I, who I'm strangely fascinated by, he was like, about to become massive and go to America and said, I don't want this anymore because it feels yeah. just crap and too commercial and just disappeared. And then re-emerged in 1992 with his own album and blah blah blah. So say you want about him, he could have gone one way, ultra yeah. famous, but said no, I don't want it. He speaks Danish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know you've, you haven't mentioned that before, Dale, at all. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> He's a Danish film uh, director, I think. Is he? Uh, yeah, oh, okay. the, the language. Yeah. So. so and he speaks it. People. He speaks Danish. He speaks it, yeah. yeah. He's yeah. one step ahead yeah. of you, then, isn't he? Hey, but coming back to what you said before, uh, I, I still think it's a bit weird because if, if you if you got to the point at which you're good enough to be a Premier League footballer, yeah. you must have enjoyed playing football at some point. In must your life. have. I must mean, have. why would you? Why would you spend all? Maybe it changed. Maybe you loved the playing and you know training as a kid, but when it became yeah. purely about results. Mm. Like a cutthroat mm. atmosphere, he thought, "Fuck this." Yeah. Yeah, Don't know. But he didn't mind the cash. Who wouldn't? To be honest, if someone yeah. bungs me fifty grand a week to just run about for a little bit, and I'm with full-time professional means two hours a day. Hello, thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed it. If you want to get in contact with us, any questions, comments, whatever, we are at Indie Liga on Twitter. Thanks again for listening. See you next time. Mm-hmm.